one thing I would say about the strip till system is it would be no harm to start a week or 10 days earlier, you know, each autumn and give yourself that week where maybe others haven't started and try and get as much done as you can as early as you can in case the weather breaks. Metairn puts the current soil moisture deficit between 30 and 40 millimetres. With no rain in the forecast, it's inevitable some crops will come under pressure. Soil with a good heart, as in soil that is well structured, has good soil organic matter levels and has good fertility status, will all help crops to grow successfully during these times of stress. Many growers have changed their system away from the traditional plough-based system with the goal of improving soils and hopefully overall profitability. You are listening to the latest episode of The Tillage Edge with me, Michael Hennessy. We would really appreciate it if you could listen, follow and give us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. This week, I visited Michael Grace on his farm close to Clane, County Kildare. Michael is participating in the Enable Conservation Tillage Project, which is looking at establishment systems influence on grass weed control. We chatted about the strip till establishment system used on his farm and how this system helped Michael cope with the tricky planting season last autumn and the wet spring this year. I first asked Michael to describe the strip till system he's using. It has a leading leg, which uh, you can set the depth, but it, it basically pulls a narrow narrow drainage channel through the ground and it followed then by a by an A-share, which, which uh, disturbs maybe s- seven inches of soil okay. and sows the seed in, in underneath it. Okay. And in, in terms of that kind of system, so there's so it, it sows in a, in a strip, so there's parts of that, that, that of the ground that are undisturbed. All the soil in between each 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 each, each band is, is left undisturbed. Therefore, that's, the, that's why it's called strip till. Um, it, it only disturbs the ground where the seed is going. Okay. So in terms of that system then, so you're putting the seed in that five or seven inch band out behind that, that last shear. Are the seeds a bit bunched up in there, resulting in a bit of a bunch looking crop there and very little in the rest of it? Does that... Does that lend itself then to maybe, I don't know, people might be nervous maybe that it might, it might lodge or, or maybe in the bits that aren't sown, maybe there's more weeds in that area? Uh, not at all. I would sow the same seeding rate as, as conventional systems. Um, yes, it does come up in, in rows, but um, over time they kind of fill in the field and, you know, it, um, I've never had an issue with, 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 with lodging or, or extra weed competition or whatever, so... And, and the crop kind of comes, it comes kind of fairly normally through the year. There's no great differential that you would have seen in, in your, in the systems you would have had before. No, no, it's exactly the same. The same, it meets the same stages of growth, you know, tr- throughout. Um, yes, it's all in rows, but over time you will, it, it, it should meet, you know, the, the way you won't see the ground after a couple of months. Okay. And I suppose like, like all these systems, the, um, the, 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 when the rubber hits the road, it's all about the yield, I suppose, at the end of the day. How, you've been doing the strip till now for, for a good number of years. How have your yields stacked up maybe in comparison to what you had before or, or maybe even to your neighbours year to year? Um, initially, first year or two probably had reduced yields. We, you know, we're learning about the system and maybe d- didn't get everything right, but, um, for the last seven, eight years, maybe I definitely on a par with the, with with the average yields in the area. Um, I've no, you know, in a in a good growing season where there's good crops in general, we we'll, we our our yields will match any other system in the area. So in this in this kind of area, because you know for some some of the yields here, I mean, you you could have had yields up here. It was obviously bumper yields in twenty twenty two yields of you know well north four and a half tons, some of them at five tons. Were were you? 
able to achieve some of those in comparison to, like, say, plough-based systems of, of your neighbours out there? Yeah, well, in 2022 harvest, everyone had had, had exceptional yields, say, for winter wheat. They were touching five tonnes in places, and we had some of those too. And what about barley? Is, 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 is the system as good for barley as wheat? I would find it's equally as good for barley or any other crop, winter or spring. You will get yields on a par with with, with a conventional system or, or any other mintail system. So. Okay. So from from the point of view, when you were when you were um, thinking about changing from a plough based system as you were in, into the strip till system, how, why did you you jump into strip till rather than say I, I suppose most people have jumped into maybe a min till system, kind of a a, a deep kind of grubbing uh, followed by by sowing thereafter? Why do you think that that you kind of jumped into strip till rather than those systems? Well, I saw a few demonstrations of, of, of Clayton's working um, and liked what I saw. And just, you know, like everything, I decided to I pick this one and, and uh, decided to go with it rather than maybe, maybe you know, just tr- tr- go a, a, a different way. Um, From a labour point of view, do you think it's as, it's as good? Because that's obviously something that a lot of people would talk about in kind of a mintail system that... You know, you can get over the ground fairly fast, and it's 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 quick, and again, the crops in fast, and you can cover big ground. Is is your system similar? Do you think it's very well suited where labour, you know, is an issue? You you wouldn't have um, a whole lot of help if you're if you're working on your own, and that it's it, it's a way of getting ground covered, you know, relatively easy on your own. Whereas if you have to, you know, plow and then sow, you're kind of you can get a good bit done on your own compared to any other system. And I, I hear people talking about, um, you know, in, in some of the mintail systems, it can get a bit wet relatively quickly, if you know what I mean. And, uh, you know, when you, when you get into August or into October and uh, you have a scenario then where mintail mightn't be as good, how would you compare the strip till? Is it, would you be stopping at the same time, roughly speaking, or has it a bit more flexibility? The one thing I would say about the strip till system is, it would be no harm to start a week or 10 days earlier, you know, each autumn and give yourself that week where maybe others haven't started and, 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 you know, try and get as much done as you can as early as you can in case the weather breaks because when it does get to say mid October and if it does turn you, you're, I've learned from experience, you're, you're better off parking it in the, parking the drill in the shed then and forgetting about it because uh, whereas, whereas people with the plow may get back you know, depending on weather, um, I find once it gets wet, you you need to you need to finish up. That's a the, the, it's certainly experience talking here, I'm sure. Um, just in terms of like all uh, these non-inversion or non-plow-based systems, grass weeds can become a little bit of a problem, or weeds maybe in general can become a bit of a problem. Have you noticed your use of herbicides increasing much? Well, I certainly noticed that the grass weed problem can can take hold very quickly if you're not on, on top of it and yeah i would probably on certain certain years you would maybe use a, a little little more herbicide but overall if you're you know using rotation and and keeping your fields relatively clean it, it's not an issue and have you done any sort of targeting of 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 various different grass weeds in different fields where you know where you kind of thought maybe look they're getting a little bit a little bit maybe more there than maybe you would have liked and you're kind of going back with specific targeted herbicides oh you would yeah if you thought you had a problem you would you you would you know maybe target a certain area of a field and spray it 
Okay. Last last autumn was kind of tricky enough, really. It started raining somewhere a little bit after the um, after the plowing match, and it was tricky enough to kind of get crops in. How did you fare with the system getting getting your crops in last year? Um, I got all my sowing done as I wanted, um, just about before the weather really took hold. The bad weather really took hold, um, and all my crops came up as as I, I as I would have liked um, on the other years. But uh, lucky enough, in twenty two, uh, I suppose ground conditions were so good to start with that you know the, I, 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 I was uh, I was I was able to they were able to take a little bit of, of a wetting. But um, no, I got everything done by mid October, and I was happy enough and did you start early then did, did you start before started, the before the plowing match or was it after i started the week of the plowing match so and you and you, you had made a good start at that stage yeah okay so uh, obviously this spring was very tricky as well uh, it, was, uh, it was grand weather in february and all that but uh, certainly march wasn't wonderful you have spring crops as part of your system here as well how did you fare in this, this spring did you have to wait a lot longer for that ground to dry out or, or or what was the what was the process you used to make sure you kind of made sh- the crops were going, going in a good condition yeah, well as you said it was quite wet in march and um we just had to wait and see when we got an opportunity um it did finally change the beginning of april we got a window um to start sowing i went around some of my fields and you know, check the ground conditions, dug, dug down with a spade maybe to see what, what, what the soil was like. And, um, I was able to go probably, you know, started off early April with some, some spring crops and then got back then towards the latter part of April. Um, I certainly was, I, I, I was, I wasn't watching my neighbors working, working on while I had to wait. I, it was no, you know, I was able to go as soon as anyone else in the area. So from the point of view coming out of winter then, do you go in and you use, you use some Roundup, do you? Do you have, do you have cover crops before those some of the crops? Do you use Roundup? Do you, do you, do you use a cultivator before you go into strip till? What's the process that you use in the spring? I would disc it first and then let the natural growth take hold and spray it off then in early spring. And then, um, you would be ready to go then. Um, if I thought a field needed an extra, cultivation after heavy rain over the winter I, 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 I may, may may go again with the disc but that will be dependent on the so you, so you don't disc in all circumstances sometimes you do, sometimes you don't so, no, sometimes I don't Okay, Bring barley can often be described as a bit of a lazy router, how do you think or how have you got on I suppose with spring barley with this system over the last number of years? Most years I would have some spring barley and by and large I'm getting on reasonably well with it um either early spring or late spring sown doesn't seem to to matter it's more the it tillers well and and i've no issues has yielded well over the time anyway and in in terms of 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 systems of this system that you're in a lot of people i I suppose i I presume you were you were were concerned as much as a lot of people are today about soil health and trying to build up that along the way and a lot of people are Maybe dead, dead set against aphicides, uh, or using, you know, um, insecticides in general. What's your view on that within your system over the last number of years? I made a decision maybe five, six years ago to stop using insecticides because I didn't believe they were doing, you know, there was resistance issues with them. So I just decided to stop and, uh, I haven't had any great issues with BYDV, um, or any, or, or any other problems. So, um, even with this late spring, I, I didn't, I chose not to, 
apply one and so far so good is the crops looking okay the spread later sun or the spring barley crops you have in there very little bydv out there no nothing evident so far and i certainly looking at your crops out here at the moment i can't see any bydv in, in the lovely looking wheat we have here in front of us um just in terms of that wheat that we have here in front of us wheat and barley's and that how's the disease levels looking at the moment because that's pretty much everything that's left to do i presume out there at the moment um, winter barley um, looks really clean. I've no, there's no, very little disease um, evident. Uh, winter wheat, there will be some, maybe septoria in the lower leaves, but the leaf two and leaf one are, are, are pretty clean and I'm quite happy with them. And you just have your final fungicide to go on your winter wheat and any fungicides applied in your spring barley, is that? Um, I've no fungicide on my spring barley yet. I think it's a little, little, little early um, and my f- Winter wheat has to get the final fungicide um, in another couple of weeks. Okay, and it's all, it's all over then and uh, wait for a few holidays before the harvest, I presume. That's it, Michael, yeah. Okay, Polish the combine. <laughs> Polish the combine. That's brilliant. Thanks very much, Michael, for your time. Uh, delighted to be up here on your farm again and um, look, we'll be chatting to you soon. No problem, Michael. So that's it for this week and my thanks to Michael for joining me on the show. The Chagas Crops Research is having its biannual open day in Oak Park again this year. The theme of the event is crops and cover crop cultivations, which will be held on Wednesday, June the 21st. The program for the day will display current research across field trials and across machinery demonstrations. Attendees will hear research-led advice on crop nutrition, disease control, new crops, increased use of IPM for future pests, as well as demonstrating added value opportunities for plant proteins. This is a free event and everyone is welcome. Put it in your diary now and I'm looking forward to meeting you there. But finally, don't forget if you enjoyed the podcast and recommend it to a friend or colleague. And as always, rate, review and follow on Apple or Spotify so you never miss an episode. And for more information, go to chagas.ie. I'm Michael Hennessy. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back next week with more tillage news and advice.